Hey guys, it's Anthony Bandiero here with Blue to Gold Law Enforcement Training. And I'm just outside of Cleveland, Ohio. And today's question is, can you run the serial number of a firearm that you are holding during a traffic stop? And the answer is most likely, but there are some caveats I wanna go over. So first of all, we do know that if you are lawfully seizing a gun, for example, during a, a, a pat down, um, during a traffic stop, even if somebody's lawfully concealed carry and you want to seize that gun during the traffic stop for your safety, well, that certainly is gonna be upheld. Um, that's pretty clear. And then when you have the firearm, normally the firearm's serial number is in plain view. You can just look at it. And that's not gonna be a search under the Fourth Amendment, right to be, right to see. That's plain view. But what happens when you are running the gun and the the gun itself has nothing to do with the traffic stop you know it's just a safety issue for example the traffic stop is for speeding failure to maintain lane and so forth the next legal question that we have to address is does the running the gun extend the traffic stop because if it does it could be uh, prohibited under rodriguez so let's go through it if you're running the firearm and the, the serial number is is offered along with the the, the suspects or the driver's uh, license information and so forth. And dispatch just gives you all that at, at one time. That's not usually gonna be an issue because it didn't extend the stop. It's part of the other things that you did. It did not measurably extend the stop. So that's that's the first issue. But if it, but if it does extend the stop, let's say for example, dispatch tells you, hey look, um, NCIC is taking a while to get back on this gun and everything else is is completed on the traffic stop and you're just waiting, there is an argument that that unrelated investigation is extend the stop. And if something is found as a result of that, it's the fruit of the poisonous tree. So keep that in mind. I, I think courts are gonna bend over backwards to give you the tools you need to, um, to find stolen firearms and so forth. But just keep that in the back of your mind. It, some, at some point it can become um, extending this it could extend the stop the next issue is what if the if the serial number is hidden from plain view so for example it there's a hogue grip on the you know the grip and the, the, the serial number is is underneath those I know some Rugers have their serial number uh, placed there and you have to actually remove a grip or you have to remove a firearm uh, part you know part of the furniture of the firearm and so forth that is not plain view, right? That is a search under the Fourth Amendment. And I recommend that if you're going to do that and be that and, and be intrusive on the person's firearm, have some reason to give to the court why you believed that running the firearm was was reasonable. You know, for example, um, you know, clearly any kind of, if you believe that the person has a criminal history that would prohibit them from, you know, uh, possessing a firearm, you're gonna run that. And you're probably also gonna run the gun at the same time. Um, any kind of gang affiliation, you know, evidence, any kind of drug evidence, I would say that because, you know, under federal law, um, in probably most states, you cannot possess firearms if you're a habitual user of illegal narcotics. So that's what I'm saying. You know, if it's if you're going to do that, try to have something, anything, you know, just to connect the reason for being intrusive and actually removing parts of the firearm to, to find the, the serial number because that would not be plain view. That would be a search and it should be justified to some degree. Now, again, I do believe courts are gonna bend over backwards 
to uphold what you're doing out there with these firearms. They they want the the, the tone of the of the um, of the courts out there seem to be strict enforcement of firearm laws, um, especially in anti-gun states like New Jersey, New York, and California. I mean, I, I can't see them <laughs> at the lower level. I can't see a, a trial court overturning what you're doing out there with firearms. I think at the the appellate level or the Supreme Court they would have a little bit more reflection on it constitutionally. But at the lower level, I think they're going to be very motivated to uphold what you're doing with firearms. That's just my opinion. But pro-gun states like, you know, Tennessee and Texas, at the lower level, they are probably going to be a little bit more uh, picky about why you're doing what you're you're doing, and, and they're going to want a reason. I hope this helps. Um, I don't have a lot of cases on it, so I'm, I'm giving you my opinion. But still, I think it moves the ball forward. If you have any other questions for me, um, email me at bluetogold.com and until next time, stay safe. When it comes to legal training, we're the gold standard. Visit bluetogold.com or call 888-579-7796 today to purchase the search and seizure survival guide, register for a class, or learn how to bring our search and seizure training to your agency.